Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on, Jermaine Casanova? Another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, first of all, I gotta appreciate everybody for making this a top podcast. We're still on the list. We're still climbing on that list. I think we we peaked like fifty two now or something like that. I'm not sure, but you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate the love and stuff. I be, appreciate everybody being patient on my little sabbatical in a sense that I've been. You know, I was I was a little bit gone. Um, also, I've been working on this new uh, vlog I'm gonna have, you know, a video vlog called Casanova's Crazy, where I'm just talking about a lot of these issues in the world that are pretty crazy. So I'm working on that right now. You know, it's all about the content and, you know, I'm getting better and better at producing content. Um, I, you know, my radio, the online radio station popping right now with all the shows we got distribution company. I'm also working on, you know, of course the men grooming at, uh, you know, men's grooming products the culture uh sorry culturelifeproducts.com check it out man they're there i got a new soap up there as well medicated soap so definitely go check it out bye 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 uh, i ran out for memorial day week and i ran out of some stuff but i restocked so uh go on there and buy all right so what am i talking about the state of the black man okay um where are we right now as black men in america where are we Okay, and I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch upon a few points. Okay, about where we are mentally, economically, socially. I'm, I'm gonna touch upon all that. You know me. I I go on. I ram on. You know, sometimes I go off subject, but you you know me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, where are we right now? And, and I'm gonna be honest. I feel that we are in a very good place. And I know you're like, damn, Cash. You know how you gonna say we're a good place? But your whole podcast is about. Black may not be in a good place, but let me let me explain why I feel we're in a good place, okay? Sometimes, one thing I've learned in life is that when you are at the lowest of the low, you're in the perfect place because now you do what you want. I feel black men in America right now, we're at the lowest of the low. When it comes to morale, when it comes to when it comes to a lot of things, we're at a low point. Okay, we don't have any support. We don't have any any back end. We don't have anybody saying to us we we don't have that right now. So we're kind of a blank blank state. We could create ourselves again. We could recreate ourselves because nobody's expecting anything from us anymore. Anything positive, at least. Let's say that. So now we're at a state where where we could virtually do what we want to do. You know, um, one thing that I noticed when I was and this is from my personal experience. If you follow the podcast, you know, over a year ago, I had a nervous breakdown. I went to a facility for two days. And at that point, I was at my lowest of my life. Um, there was things that were done to me that were wrong, but then it made me realize things that I was doing as well that was wrong. What was I doing to further the uh, treatment that I was getting, even though in essence, there was things that were happening that were unfair to me, things that happened that had nothing to do with things that that were out of my control, things that were just people doing some bad things or just acting poorly. But with that said, there were still things that I was doing 
that helped further that ideal of me, that agenda. So when I was in the facility, everybody, I, everybody was done with me. You know, my business partner, my wife, uh, family, friends, everybody was done with me. Um, and and don't get me wrong, there were things that they did that were bad. And and so I'm not trying to negate what they did, but also I'm trying to say when I was there, it made me realize the things I was doing to whether their ideal of me was right or wrong. There were still things that I was doing to help that. Do you understand what I mean? It's like somebody may think you're a dog. And at the end of the day, you may not be a dog. But then if you look at it and you say, oh, man, you know, I, I was acting X, Y and Z. I didn't help my case. Now, they may have been wrong for thinking that because there's no evidence, but your behavior. Your behavior carried along that idea. So when I was in facility, when I was at my lowest, when I had nobody, I felt like I had nobody. It made me realize the things I was doing that was furthering the problems I was having. So black men right now at that, that point where, yeah, there are a lot of unfair things that is being done to us. A lot of unfair ideas, unfair laws, un a lot of unfair things. But what are, what are we doing to help that? Like at the end of the day, we don't want to be seen as thugs. But if we still out there thugging, or we still doing thuggish ideas, then of course they can keep thinking that. You know, we sit there and say the criminal system's very unfair to the black man. It is. But what are we doing not to get in the criminal system? Now, don't get me wrong. Unfair things happen. Things happen that are out of your control. But that happens to everybody. And, and I'm not trying to justify other cultures or say they no. But what I'm saying is that if we avoided going to jail, if we avoided doing criminal activities, then we won't give the system a chance to incarcerate us. But see, as a culture, we glorify the keeping it real. We glorify the thug. We glorify the, the player. We glorify the, the drug dealer. We glorify the hustler. We, you know, the, the hustler mental image and the, the, the criminality. We, we endorse that. So imagine if we stop endorsing those things. Because at the end of the day, people only treat you the way you treat yourself. And I learned that lesson. The heart of through life. So if we stop treating ourselves as those thugs or seeing ourselves as keeping it real or or or, you know, we're, we're a culture that ostracize our prominent black men. I was, I was watching this movie on Netflix about, I, I guess, black Republicans. Now. Don't get me wrong. 
I mean, I agree with a lot of their ideals and and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I have to respect that they have done the work to be where they are, whether they are the brain surgeon or or in government, whatnot. At the end of the day, these black men came out of their bad situations and created something. Now, I forgot the doctor's name. He's the guy that the brain surgeon, Dr. Carson, I think um, he uh, was on a um CNN and he said yes I am from the ghetto <laughs> and it, I, I, I understand why black people are like oh my god this guy came to say ghetto but you know what but he's past the ghetto he is a brain surgeon worth millions of dollars and we would get on him when he became head of HUD what does he know shit we should be rejoicing that our free if you could be a brain surgeon I'm, I think you can handle housing I'm sorry if you're smart enough to to be the world's leading brain surgeon, which is like the hardest organ in the world to do things in because it's so complex. I'm sure he I, 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 I don't think I don't think we should have been worried about him being HUD chief. I mean, really, we should have supported him, but we did. Oh, he's a sellout. Oh, he wants to be white. But you know what? It's funny because, you know, people say you want to be white and I'm really starting to reevaluate that term of what is to be white um that's the culture of america i mean let's be honest white people have shaped the culture of america and they've made our culture a money grab whether it's entertainment whether it's music even whether whether it's crime they have turned our culture into their money, into their guaranteed credit card. If anything goes bad, they could definitely make money from black people. And we allowed that. You know, I mean, if you go to any, any, any uh, freaking city in, in United States, there's a little Italy, there's a little China, there's, there's always areas of, of places that are supporting their culture from the food to the shopping, all that stuff. The only culture we have is that the hood, the ghetto. And there's nothing being sold in the ghetto but drugs to our black people. There are no African stores. There's no there's no African. You know, I mean, we have Chinese restaurants. They come into our hood and we buy them all day long. We got the Arab uh, bodega. We have the Asian nail parlor, uh, but they, they come in our hood, but we don't have our own businesses. So at the end of the day, you know, we, we're, 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 we're sitting here talking about problems, but we're the problem. You know, we're at our lowest point right now. As black men, we able to shape ourselves. Me, I'm creating an empire. You know, you're like, damn, cats, what do you do? Yo, I do a lot. For, I furthered my education this whole year. I got my Six Sigma Black Belt. I got my Scrum, Kaban, DevOps. I got a life coach certification, mental health certification. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, I did a whole bunch of things to better myself. I did, I did that for me. Not for anybody else. Not for my wife. I did it for me to better myself. And I said, I'm creating all these brands. I'm a brand ambassador of my own. Like all these brands I built. I have my own meat network. My own network of podcasting. Now, any I'm not on no level of universal yet, but I have created my own network. 
streaming service, online radio. I did all of this on my own. I created my own men's brooming products. You know, I'm starting, I'm, I'm, I'm starting my own hotel and me and my wife start our own hotel and resorts chain. Okay. Ivan, Ivan.com. Check it out. We're starting it. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, we're working on liquor. We're looking on, on uh, I mean, the thing is, I'm creating my own empire right now. And I, let me tell you, I've done all of this because of the University of YouTube and Amazon. Like my men's bro brooming products, like YouTube, you know, I research and all of those tutorials, people's different techniques, all of that. And then when I wanted to buy the material, Amazon. Amazon was the, the yo. If you have Amazon and you have YouTube, anybody can start a uh, start a, a business. Let's be real. So so as black men, there's so many things we can do. Build your own empire. The jobs, you know, you're never gonna be uh, the the corporate of this. You know, entrepreneurship is the is the the fastest way of getting rich in America. Now people say, Cass, are you rich? I mean, on the books, I'm pretty much am. From my house and our assets, yeah. Now I can't go to the bank and pull that out, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm good. And I'm building. I'm building my own brand. See, you create you see, black men has been great for creating something from nothing. I sit here upon an empire of media, of products of business ventures and I'm expanding. I'm, I'm going into liquor. I'm going into clothing. I'm actually starting, and this is coming soon, an online university for certifications. Like literally, I'm, I'm working on that right now. And online, online uh, courses to get certifications in various things. Like I am building my own empire. And black men, that's what you need to do. See, back in Africa, we built our own kingdoms. We were able to find a woman, go out, get some land, and build. Have kids, get more wives, and build a kingdom. Black man is a king. When, see, I used to always be mad when people say, oh, the black man is a king. Every black man is a king. I used to say, oh, no, in Africa, we all weren't kings. But, but, but see, my idea changed to that. Black men have the ability to become their own king. Black men was never meant to serve black men, uh, others. They were meant to always build their own kingdom. Now, some choose, I mean, of course, you can't have a kingdom without followers. So some choose to follow. That's fine. But see, that was their option. But see, they have the option of building their own. That's something that's embedded in us to go build our own. 
where in Europe they wanted to control. So the king will limit the amount of wives they can get, limit the land they can get. They did all. They controlled everything. Where in Africa, it wasn't like that. We went and we built our own tribe. We did our own thing. And we lost that. Even though when you look at black men today, most of the ones that are, are rich are ones that were entrepreneurs. Started their own thing, started from a small network and build and stuff like that. So we still have that mentality. But see, we all have to adopt that. See, smart people will, and, and I'm not condoning drugs. I'm not saying drugs is the way to go. But at the end of the day, you look at Jay-Z, you look at all these guys that start off with drug deals. They use that money to start legit businesses in the music and get legit. I'm not saying you should do that. But what I'm saying is the mentality was always like, y'all want to be legit. So I'm doing this hustle right now just so I can get this money so I can go legit. But see, now a lot of black men, their their uh, career goal is to be a drug dealer. Drug dealer shouldn't be a career goal. It should be an investment plan. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, but I'm not saying you should sell drugs. Don't get me wrong. You get what I'm saying? So what you have to do is just you have to understand that where we at in America, we have the ability to create our own. We're at emotionally. We're not in a very good place emotionally because our heart's been broken. Our heart's been broken by the promise of America. Our heart's been broken by our, our, our black females. But see, we have to understand that, like, we have to put the work in. Our black females don't trust us. A lot of it has to do with systematic racism. A lot has to do with also with what we have done. We have to really look at our sisters again as our partners, as our lovers. And we need to have that mentality to take care of them. Because right now, even though they're toxic in a sense, they, they need us. Their toxic is really a cry for, I need a black man. I need my black men again. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard because it's like, damn, you're doing us wrong. But you know what? We got to take it and we have to, to protect them again. Because that's our mission in life is to protect our sisters. That is where a black man thrives is where we're protecting our sisters. That's where we thrive. When we were in Africa, we protected the village, not for the other men, but we protected for the women and children. The men went out, fought the wars, so it wouldn't be brought back to the home to protect them. And we have to have that same mentality again, emotionally, mentally where we're at. Mental health is important. We have to get out there and start diagnosing ourselves and understanding why, why we are where we are mentally. We have to stop self-medicating. We have to stop ignoring our mental. We have to stop not giving ourselves uh, time to breathe, time to relax, time to unwind, time to think. We have to stop that. Where are we physically? We have to stop letting diabetes and disease stop us. You know, shoot, I'm not here to to I'm 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 going on a cleanse because I have to I have to focus on my body. I wrote a book, Three Keys to Being Successful, and one of those things that I am weak is that's probably physical. Now I'm not fat. I mean, according to the chart, I'm obese, but I mean, but technically I'm not fat or nothing. But I know I got to focus on my health. 
Because at the end of the day, don't nobody want to be around somebody unhealthy. I see so many. Yeah, and and maybe I and like I said, ain't nothing against the fat people. Ain't nothing wrong with it. If you got if you got a thyroid problem, yo, more power to you. Because at the end of the day, that's a struggle. But most of these obese men out here don't got no damn thyroid problem. They just like to eat. I hate when I go to a restaurant, I see a really big person just eating. But then they'll be the first one crying about, oh, my weight, I don't know how I got here. Because you lack the discipline. Shoot, I like the discipline sometimes, too. So I'm not trying to get on everybody and say, oh, you, you know, I, I, I'm looking at myself as well. It's a lack of discipline. Black men have lost that discipline we used to have. And we need to regain that because mentally, at the end of the day, discipline is, is something that's important mentally. Because at the end of the day, we if our mental was right, we could be more disciplined. But we allow our mental to go where it needs to go. It goes to a bad place and then we don't have discipline. And then we do things like eat too much, live an unhealthy lifestyle. When it's very important. I mean, you black men, we could be living forever if we take care of ourselves. But we don't. And don't get me wrong, a lot of this stuff I'm talking about. I have to do myself. I have to be better as well. I'm I'm a work in progress. That's all how I say. I'm a work in progress. So I'm not here to say, oh, you know, you do this wrong. And I know these things. I look at myself. I don't want fat, uh, big people to be like, oh, you know, you get all big people. Shit. I look at myself and say and say to myself, shit, why am I eating that candy? Why am I eating this right here? I need to do better. You know, when I'm sitting at Denny's or wherever I'm butt binging and eating, I'm looking, damn, man, what the fuck? I need to do better. Because I can't cry about my weight when I'm the cause of my weight. That's that's all I'm saying. Don't cry about it. I, I You know, when you watch those 100 pound, 1,000 pound people, they crying about it. I'm thinking like, okay, maybe they have a thyroid problem. I, I, I first saw the show years ago. I thought maybe these people had thyroid problems. So it was an issue. No, they just like to eat. And then they're crying about their weight, about what they can't do. Oh, and then they are, then they start arguing with the doctor, argue with their family member. That just, you know, I mean, now you're the problem. You're toxic. You're the problem. So we got to stop being a problem. I have to stop being my problem. So we're a black man today. I say we're in a good point. We're in a good space. We're in the best space we've ever been because at this point we can create our own destiny. We could create our own. Let's take this opportunity to reshape what it means to be a black man in America. Yeah, we're going to have outside forces. That's just knife. There's anybody, everybody has that problem, that issue. Like you could wake up today and the sun could fall, earth could fall into the sun. You know what I'm saying? You could wake up and there's a storm that comes. I mean, there's so many things that are not we're not in control of, but we can't worry about those things. Let's worry about what we can control, what we can do for ourselves. That's what we can control. Be the mogul, be the entrepreneur, be the breadwinner, be the man. Ideas, create, create, recreate yourself. People treat you the way you treat yourself. If you treat yourself as you're nothing, then they will treat you like nothing. But if you treat yourself as you're a mogul or you're a hard worker or you whatever, they're going to treat you that way because it's energy. 
All right, people, I appreciate y'all. Check out CastleRoonies.com where you can follow me and everything I'm doing. Every Monday, every Monday, on exclusively on the Culture Radio at 7 o'clock on the Culture Radio, I am live for an hour on my network, theculturadio.com. Check it out. Um, Download on Google or or, at, or iTunes. You could download the app, the Culture Radio app. You can listen to me live. I have guests. Sometimes it'll be me. Sometimes it'll be I know I didn't do it for a while. And then, but if you don't listen to it live, you won't be able to listen till Friday. So whatever I do live on, on Monday is going to be posted on Friday. So if you want to listen to the show, the only way you can listen to it is download the app on the culture radio dot com. You can download the app or go to Google and iTunes and download the app and or you wait till Friday. Listen to it. All right. All right, people. Until next time. Talk to you later.